This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Pompeo talks ag in Des Moines. Farm groups oppose farm credit nominee push for USMCA ratification. Trump asked China to drop ag tariffs. Pompeo visits Des Moines to talk agriculture. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo will be in Des Moines, Iowa today for a series of events intended to highlight the economic importance of agriculture and the State Department's role in promoting U.S. exports. Pompeo will speak to FFA members at a suburban high school, tour a Corteva Agriscience Research Facility, and address farmers and agribusiness leaders at the World Food Prize Hall of Laureates in downtown Des Moines. He'll also meet with Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. Accompanying Pompeo on this trip will be Ambassador to China and former Iowa Governor Terry Branstad. The World Food Prize event will be live-streamed at state.gov at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Read about the rest of the week's events in Washington Week Ahead. Farm Group's co-ops oppose nominee. In a rare break from their usual support for the Trump administration, farm groups and former co-ops are urging the Senate to reject the president's nominee to the board overseeing the farm credit system. The nominee, Rodney Brown, is a former president of the California Bankers Association, which, like the American Bankers Association, has been harshly critical of the farm credit system. Bankers consider farm credit unfair competition, and CBA has called on Congress to abolish the system's tax benefits. A letter to the Senate Ag Committee signed by more than two dozen farm groups, including the American Farm Bureau Federation and the National Farmers Union, says Brown's history with organizations that publicly advocate against interests of the farm credit system's congressionally sanctioned mission is disqualifying. A second letter to the Ag Committee was signed by leaders of 15 farmer co-ops. What the other side says? ABA officials argue Brown has deep experience in agriculture lending from which the Farm Credit Administration Board would benefit. Farm groups increase pressure for USMCA ratification. A bevy of leading commodity groups have added their voices to the growing choir of the ag sector, demanding that Congress ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Mexico and Canada are the U.S. corn industry's largest, most reliable corn market. Mexico is corn's number one buyer, and Canada is one of our largest ethanol importers. That the word of National Corn Growers Association President Lynn Crisp. He said, we cannot afford to risk losing this market. USMCA is NCGA's top legislative priority for 2019, and we will be working closely with the administration and members of Congress to get it ratified. Other groups that support ratification of the USMCA include the national associations representing corn refiners, soybean farmers, wheat growers, and sorghum producers. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture voted last week to press Congress on the urgency of ratifying USMCA to provide certainty for North American farmers and ranchers' businesses. But NASDA is equally insistent that the Trump administration scrap its Section 232 steel and aluminum tariffs on Canada and Mexico in order for legislatures in all three countries to approve the pact. Now keep in mind... Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue is lobbying the White House to lift those tariffs as well. The Secretary said, I'm working to persuade President Trump the leverage is no longer needed unless it's needed for enforceability going forward, Perdue told reporters. Particularly, I don't think we need that for Canada and Mexico. 
I can't give you the timing, but I'm hopeful we can get them resolved soon in the spirit of fulfilling everyone's expectations. Trump asked China to drop ag tariffs. President Donald Trump said Friday he has asked China to drop all of its tariffs on U.S. agriculture commodities, even though an overall deal has not been reached to end the ongoing trade war. In two tweets, the president said, I have asked China to immediately remove all tariffs on our agriculture products, including beef, pork, and others. That based on the fact that we are moving along nicely with trade discussions. And I did not increase their second tranche of tariffs to 25% on March 1st. This is very important for our great farmers and me. China hit the U.S. with tariffs on pork, wine, fruit, and other commodities in April last year to retaliate against U.S. tariffs on steel and aluminum. And about three months later, China retaliated again with new import taxes on soybean, sorghum, wheat, and corn, a time in response to separate U.S. tariffs to punish China for intellectual property theft. And just so you know, Trump's tweets came as the annual Commodity Classic Conference was heating up at Orlando and Pompeo was preparing for his trip to Des Moines. Purdue, China trade deal would be a bonanza for U.S. ag exports. U.S. agriculture exports to China have slumped as the trade war between the two countries intensified. But if a deal can be reached, China will once again be the largest foreign market for U.S. farm goods and U.S. exports to the country will break new records. That the word of Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue Friday. Purdue, speaking to reporters at the annual Commodity Classic in Orlando, ticked off a wide array of commodities that China could immediately pledge to begin buying again, such as sorghum, distillers, grains, rice, and beef. A magnificent conclusion to the U.S.-China negotiations will involve doubling and tripling our farm exports to China, according to the Secretary. Farm Bureau taps Cullens as Chief Financial Officer. Kathleen Cullens is joining American Farm Bureau Federation as its Chief Financial Officer. Cullens has more than 27 years of financial experience, the last 14 as Director of Finance at the American Chemical Society. AFBF Executive Vice President Dale Moore said in a press release, Kathy brings a wealth of technical expertise and management skills to the table. We look forward to the strong emphasis on financial stewardship she brings to the AFBF leadership team. Soybean growers back continued MFP if losses persist. Soybean growers support extending the market facilitation program if they continue to lose money because of tariffs. American Soybean Association members memorialized their position by adding language to their policy book Saturday at Commodity Classic in Orlando. Trade has been the top of mind for producers as their industry was hit the worst because of retaliatory tariffs. Other hot-button issues they discussed Saturday centered on conservation, infrastructure, and health insurance. Well, here's today's He Said It. I would say I'm cautiously optimistic. I would move even more positive if I hadn't known they hadn't done this before, but we're going to keep pressing. That Ted McKinney, USDA's Undersecretary for Trade, on the prospect for a resolution of the administration's trade dispute with China. He was speaking in an interview with AgriPulse's Spencer Chase at Commodity Classic this weekend. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.